Let's do an Aqua Teen Hunger Force podcast. Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spires Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 49 and we'll be discussing Catch and Release. I think everybody's really excited for this episode. I know I am. I'm GC13. I'm Ken. I'm Sophia. And I feel really bad. I have I have quite the uh Feels infection? I have quite no, I, I have a real life infection. You know, the kind that exists and can take you down. That's why you don't go outside, Hunter. Yeah, I've been I've been told, you know, uh I've been looking into this magical place where you never get harmed. <laughs> Indoors. Why the heck would you live in a door? Jeez. But, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, even I, make sense, Sophia. <laughs> but yeah, I have the I have the cold flu strip. So uh, I The triple it, crown. Yeah, yeah, the good old the good old turkey. The the hat trick. But yeah, so if I sound uh, awful it's because I feel awful. I don't know how you could possibly feel awful if we have Green Mom on deck. Yes! yes! Green oh Mom! Oh my gosh! Did it live up to the hype, guys? I did! It, it did. more than lived up to it... the hype. I, I was I was fighting against the hype. I, I usually do so pretty good I. about not hyping, but I'm like, eh, this one looks good. I like where this one could go. I was just, because I, I can't watch it right away. Because I have school, but I'm just I'm driving home and I'm like, just don't hype it up, don't hype it up. I know that Lauren has been hyping it up, just don't hype it up. And then I get home and it's it's amazing. It blew my mind. Yeah, it's great. <sighs> this episode just screamed Lauren Zook. What what other episodes did she do? She did Shilatid and Historical Friction. Nice, 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 nice. Good episodes. I can you know yeah I can see her doing a uh, Shilatid. She definitely has one of the better senses of humor out of the borders. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Like, Amethyst was really funny in this episode. Like, it was great. She was really hey. awesome this episode. Yes, hey. <laughs> Just go in the ocean. 50 shades of knows purple. She's gonna squash into a green pancake. That was so great. I loved Amethyst this episode. She was really fluffy, too, just visually. Yeah, yeah I love how she yeah, said hair was fish, like, like Rico fish. from the Penguins of Madagascar. I don't know, because... People were commenting how Amethyst looked really tired, and I think that's a very Zook thing to do, because if you look at her art, all of her characters always look very tired. We look awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's not tired. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> she just really likes drawing tired characters. You mean awesome characters. Yeah, awesome. That's, it's not tired, it's awesome. Yes. Every time Amethyst is tired, she stops being tired and starts being awesome. Yep, everything is tired, as they say. <laughs> yeah, put that into your Lego movie. Can you imagine how depressing that movie would be? It just opens up, everything is tired. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, guys, the status quo is broken. It is shattered everywhere. I will admit, I'm glad that I was, I was right about it being a Paradox episode. I'm glad I was right about Paradox Redemption. Yeah, I, I, was I was right about Paradox Redemption. What are you talking about? You doubted me, Hunter, and I was totally right about Paradox Redemption. I, I was even can't... right about the emotional breakdown. Oof. But uh, who was it who called 
that like she was just a tiny mom. Someone on Tumblr, I can't remember. Oh, there were lots of people. I mean, it was pretty obvious after friendship that she was smaller than her suit was. Yeah, I I was I was in the camp that thought that uh those were like wartime injuries that like she just lost her limbs. I mean, she's a gem, she can't lose limbs. I was doubtful of the tiny peridot theory just cuz it's like, oh, that's too ridiculous and I'd even when I draw peridot, I'd compensate for like her weird proportions. I was and now I I realize I was wrong and I'm fine with that because she is adorable. It's so The funny great. thing is she's not even really that tiny. She goes from being about amethyst's height to being lapis's height with the body enhancements. I mean the suit's only like twenty percent of her total height when she's wearing it. Well lapis is already kinda short. Like I'm looking yeah, at she, this and she's I'm like she's even shorter than Pearl. Yeah, she's head and shoulders shorter than Pearl. I'm like counting all like the gem heights and it's what is more than half of the gems are shorter than a doorknob. Yep. Of the non-fusion gems. None of them should be shorter than a doorknob. Stevens, Stevens is tall as a doorknob, and everyone except maybe Ruby and Sapphire are taller than him. Uh, I think, like, from down height of the short gems, it's Amethyst, Sapphire, Ruby, Peridot, and Steven. But yeah, I think, I think all of the short gems are roughly the same height, and I think they're all about Steven's height or a bit taller. No, but this brings up a question. How tall is the average gem on Homeworld? I get the impression that they're all pretty short. Pearl is not a circular pearl, so she's... I've seen wonderful fan art of what normal pearls look like, you know, with the with the properly shaped... And they're all shaped, really tiny. Properly shaped. Yeah, yeah it's so adorable. Like how you she just hurt have, her... You just have our one big pearl hanging out with her sisters. Her 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 gem became elliptical and thus her entire body went as well. Yeah, yes, she got stretched. Yep. That's that's how gems work. That's the fan theory. Also, I, I'd uh, I'd like to I'd like to call right now. All right, I'm going to make a call. I'm putting all my money on the ponies. Uh I'm going to say that in a, that if in a future episode, like maybe 3 or so episodes down the line, if something weird happens, they're going to refer back to this episode. Of like, oh no, Steven's still in his room. That His room no. didn't actually show him the nah. way down to the real room. Never. Ne- I don't oh think yeah, never. They don't this sound is like not the dream Dallas, they're not going to do that. Thing. I actually hope that happens because it would make so many people angry. Which yeah. Would make me so happy. yeah. You, you feed on the hate, Ken. I do. But then eventually I'd get used to the hate and then I'd be angry myself at that stupid <laughs> plot twist. So I guess I don't hope it happens. Just that, like, we get to the end of the show, everything's resolved, you know, Steven has united Earth and Homeworld, and he's, we found out all the little secrets, and just, he just comes out of the freaking room. (laughs) Yeah, and it's Uh, them there in episode 19, waiting for him to come out of the room. The only dream cop-out that I will possibly accept is towards the end, it turns out that this was all Garnet's future vision. And, like, it still technically will happen. Maybe. Oh, like, that's the only one I'll accept. Then it goes back to, like, Garnet in episode, uh... No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll just cut out to her and we need to talk. So what do you think about Greg? Oh, I think he'll work out just fine. No, not we need to talk. (gasps) Oh, that'd be uh, so good! No, story for Steven! And it's like, uh, Garnet, do you think I should go to the concert? Yeah, it might be fun. And she says, yeah, go. You'll die, though. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh goodness! Oh, that, that's the only one I'll accept because it's actually a pretty good dream cop out because it all it did actually happen. Let's let's mm-hmm. write a show. <laughs> yes, we we should be hired into the crew. Yes, hey exactly. hey, sugar, I'm telling you, you got everything you need here. 
Uh, you got your you got your drawers of things. You got your you got your creators of things. And I know I don't sound much like it right now, but I'm a voicer of things. Well, you know, there was one thing I was kind of mad about. There was hmm. zero, and I mean zero, fallout of the sardonyx bomb visible in this episode at all, yeah, or any of yeah. the episodes since the thing. That bugs me. I want to see what's going on. I don't think they should have fixed it so easily. Well, this is our first episode back with the crystal gems, and then even this one, they're not that active. They're not, they're not doing too much, although they were working as a team much better. But that's what, that was bugging me. We had the two non-gem-related episodes in a row, and they were all about daughters confronting their mothers, and I'm like, that's really suspicious. What's going on here? And then it's, no, we're just gonna have Peridot. And I'm awesome. I'm super happy about this. It's awesome, but kind of kind of disappointed just a little yeah it's i don't know uh i imagine that it's going to come into play a little later once um like paradox starts being an actual entity that they have to deal with Ooh, i hope basis. she brings up the communication hub and they're all like yeah uh... yeah like like Gar- <laughs> yeah garnet bad topic of discussion yeah like garnet is uh like no we she's she can't be trusted we gotta poof her and pearl's like oh no i <laughs> she can be useful she can help us fix stuff she can uh, help us, you can tell us about a thing, and Garnet's all like, oh yeah, well, you're stupid, because you did that thing. And then Pearl's <laughs> like, oh, and then Steven's like, no, but she's she's right. And we're like, Steven, we should have never fought. You're the answer to all. End of series. <laughs> you just get the closing star forever. <laughs> yep, and then uh, it it's only like four minutes long, and the rest of the airtime is taken up by Love Like You, and when it's finally completed, it just makes a fart noise. Yes, that's Lapis and her final cameo. Yep, yep. Because she doesn't get solved. All right, cut it, print it, wrap it. Let's do it. That's what I want. Oh, with the state of Cartoon Network. Eh, don't even, don't even. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't want to talk about it. Maybe later. Too much of a headache. It's a a different podcast. I'm ruining the good mood of this new episode. Yeah. Let's let's talk about this episode, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, we learned so much. GC, you were right about the Geo, not the Geo, the, um, the cluster being the end of the world, I completely doubted. You're like, nah, it's not going to be the cluster. It was totally the cluster. You were totally right. What are you talking about? There was a cluster before? What are, what are we, what? The cluster. It was in- Gotta, gotta, gotta keep, gotta stay awake, Hunter. I, what are we talking about? What, what, when did we see a cluster? We didn't, we never saw it. They've been talking about it since, well, they mentioned it in Jailbreak, but then it oh, was in keeping it together oh, yeah, that we learned we more about it. to check on the cluster. Yep. It was, oh man. Oh, goodness! Have you guys seen the theory about the geode in the cluster? Yeah, I, I saw the theory. I, I'm I'm hesitant I to give much weight okay. to it. Hunter, so the the geode theory is that the geode from House Guest is actually what is housing the cluster. It is the cluster egg, hence the hatching. And the only real reason that I think this has any backing is the fact that the geode makes thunder noises, and the thunder noise is why Peridot was scared in that promo. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, rains. for when it rains? I can't yeah. wait for that, because that means Peridot gets out of the bathroom, and that she's doing stuff around. Yeah, well, Steven's going, we love rain, we love rain. Yeah. And Peridot's like, Steven, no! Also, uh, I would like to officially change the title from Dorito Mom to An Angry Little Slice of Pie, because that was great. Key Lime Mom? Yeah, Key Lime Mom. You like an angry little slice of pie. That was that was probably my favorite line. She's gonna be the playful kitty mom. 
Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that. Steven's reaction was my reaction. Oh, it's just, it's like, Peridot just, like, put all of my cute receptors into overload. I can't believe we used to <laughs> think of her as being so intimidating and scary. Yeah, and like this cartoonish villain, and now she's just... Yeah. Oh, look at her. She was intimidating and scary for about one episode, like, part of one episode. Yeah. The rest of the time, she was, like, a cartoon villain. But that was our first impression. Yes, yeah, I, I did prefer her in Warp Tour, and even Marble Madness. I think that the stress of having to operate on Earth without having had any preparation for doing so kind of made her a bit loopy. Hopefully she'll get more comfortable again. I liked her in um Keeping It Together and Friendship where she was like Team Rocket because <laughs> I have fond memories of Team Rocket and I just found her so ridiculous. It was great. But now she's just climbing the ladder of absurdity to now she used to be this big intimidating villain and now she's just like a cat. Like the ne- <laughs> the next level of absurdity is she like she builds herself a mecha and starts fighting that way. <laughs> like we we learn that she has like a stunted a growth mecha problem. out of a toilet plunger and a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. We learn that she has a stunted growth problem, which is why she uses the extensions, and she also can't summon her weapon. So she builds a mech to fight things in the mech. So Peridot was obviously extremely adorable in this episode. She was very cute. This episode is excellent. Obviously, not going against that, but. The way Peridot has been acting in previous episodes, and even here as well, if she joins the crew, and it certainly seems like she's going to, I think I'm going to get tired of that really fast. I I think she's going to settle down a bit. I think this was very key to Lauren Zook's humor of just being kind of all over the place. I think she'll settle down, because right now she's sort of always on, and I think she might calm down in later episodes. I mean, because we've seen how she is at rest, even in this episode. So uh, once once she gets situated, it'll be more of the, I appreciate the offer, but I don't think you can do anything. Although I think that for that to happen, she might have to get her pros- or not her enhancements again, because her being that small, it's really hard to take seriously. Yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't think honest. she's going to get her enhancements again. If they like wanted to give her her enhancements again, they wouldn't have had Amethyst throw them away. I don't think. That was interesting. I felt like that was kind of weird how she threw them away. Like, they've been using all the homeworld technology pretty smartly, and Amethyst just chucks them in the ocean. I think that's going to become significant later. Yeah, I thought that was really, really bizarre behavior. Yeah, the only way to shut down the cluster is with my enhancements. Oh. We learned so much this episode. It was we we did learn quite a bit. Like, you know, how Steven's bathroom looks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's finally. Bathroom bomb has finally dropped. But we learned that Lapis lied about how much she told Homeworld. I don't think she lied. No, she said in uh the message, I didn't tell them anything. But she did indeed tell them something that she had her gem healed by Steven. Well, in Ocean Gem, it made it pretty clear that when she heard that he had healing powers, she's like, wait a minute, what? Because she only knows one gem who has healing powers, and Steven doesn't have big curly pink hair. And then Jasper immediately accuses her of knowing that Steven was Rose, and Lapis, you know, doesn't deny knowing she just says it wasn't relevant to the mission so she didn't tell them about it then but they did have time to go back and you know kind of she kind of looked poor you know worse for wear when steven got to her and tried to tried to bust her out so they might have done some more interrogation 
Huh. Oh, that's awful. Hmm. I like that. I, I accept your headcanon. That's interesting. You know, because Jasper was surprised about the healing powers. Or about that it was Rose and therefore the healing powers. I think she would have figured if he healed her, he probably has Rose's powers. But that brings up the question, how much of, like, a, a blow was it to Homeworld losing Rose? Like, was her healing powers necessary for them to function? Because I've seen a lot of people theorize about that. That would explain the huge change in the tone of Homeworld society. Because mm -hmm. it may have been 5,000 years, but they're also immortal beings. So you'd figure you'd have a really high culture continuity. I guess it just depends on what other powers the other quote-unquote diamonds bring. You know, Rose maybe Rose Quartz or Rose Diamond. Uh... I'm well, still not completely buying that. The pink diamond theory? Yeah, I'm still not 100% like sold on that one. That one's like basically canon though. Uh, it's basic. Don't even! <laughs> I don't need this. They've thrown a lot of evidence for that. Are you going to be like the people who are anti-Garnet's effusion? No, no, that's that's pretty pretty darn obvious. I mean, it would it would probably be more accurately called Rose Diamond rather than Pink Diamond. Because if you've seen people post pictures of what Rose Quartz looks like versus what Rose Diamond looks like, Steven's gem looks like Rose Diamond and not like Rose Quartz. Well, no, but like, is it Pink Diamond or Rose Diamond? And I, I don't know, I think it might be Pink Diamond that changed to Rose Quartz because you have Yellow Diamond, not like, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Bottom line is... Rose Quartz was one of the four leaders of the homeworld, and now there are three leaders of the homeworld without her. That's that's the important part of the theory. We don't care what the leaders are called. We just call them, you know, yellow, blue, white, and pink diamond just for convenience's sake right now. Well, the bottom line is we've been cheated out of a lore bomb. Yeah, well, there have been a mm. lot of theories that, like, uh, yellow diamond's the only diamond left. Because that's the only one that's really mentioned. I like that theory. Or... I guess, like, I like the theory that Homeworld's in a bit of trouble right now, and yeah. that's why they're sending things to Earth, and that's why they sent so little to Earth. I used to think that that them coming back to Earth was a sign of strength. You know, we finally have the stuff to spare to go check on Earth, but we now know that they're checking on Earth because they need to make sure that that cluster is operating on schedule, and they have plans for that cluster. The Cluster Man, do you think it's going to be a whole army of little gems or one big gem? Paradox made it pretty clear it's one big guy. Yeah, one big and... I don't know, like, I think, first of all, cluster means like a group of things, and an army of or smaller gems could still easily kill everyone, if not more efficiently, because they can spread out. I'm thinking it's going to be just like an incredibly large culmination of a lot of gems. A lot of Frankensteins. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fusion experiments put together to create the most terrifying thing we've ever seen since uh, Cat Fingers. What Peridot said was, it's going to emerge and nothing can stop it. She used a singular Ooh. pronoun twice. So I think it's one big guy. That would be grammatically correct because the cluster, like the group, you would still use singular pronouns. She's got a point. If she said the cluster was going to hatch, that would be... That wouldn't be so great, but she said it is going to destroy us all. So the cluster is still a singular thing, even after it hatches. I want there to be big ones still and a little ones. Thing as well, so. An army yeah, where well, you have like classes of warriors, except they're all. Yeah, kind of the things. only thing that makes me wonder, the only thing that makes me think that maybe there will be a lot of little guys, is because we did get the two guys from Nightmare Hospital, and they could just be the samples. 
the front that, lines. You know, they they didn't they didn't catch. They could just have been the experiments, and they're wandering off. But oh, oh, I just realized this kind of changes how the future of the show's gonna go. It's no longer gonna be the Crystal Gems fighting against armies from Homeworld. It's gonna be the Crystal Gems fighting against armies from Earth. Ooh, that is awesome. Ah, oh, I need to old... know about this show, man. Oof. It's it's gonna be intense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer the weekly format to the bomb format just because I hate having to wait on the hiatuses. But then I also think back to after we saw the message and I'm like, oh, I would not have been able to wait weeks until we got to the return. I just I just wouldn't have made it. They yeah, need absolutely. selective bombs. Like in, in my perfect world, they hit me with the entire show all at once. And then like I am completely occupied for a month and like, then I can get like back Matrix to my life. style. Like, the bomb like, was terrible because it was just spread up enough to, like, take up a significant chunk of my life, but just close enough together that, like, I could be continuously involved with the show. I just, I'd watch the episode, and then I'd jump online, and I'd start talking about it, and then yeah. I'd just wait for the episode to come out. And that was the bomb for me, and that was terrible. And I like the idea of the bombs being there for season finales or stuff like the Sardonyx bomb where they have the five continuous episodes, but not, not how they did over the summer. I don't like how they did it over the summer. It was very bad for me. But I want I want to talk about the gem lingo. The the think chamber. No, but she used a bunch of words like pebble. That was great. Oh uh, yeah, dissing on Steven. Well, gem forsaken instead of god forsaken or gosh forsaken. Oh my stars, war machine. There we go. Oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> Colin Garnet, the fusion. Uh, yeah, I do love the not so subtle allusion to the homeworld again being like fusion is a ex fusion is an expedient in war, nothing more. Yep, it's ooh, I I can I can foresee a future where Paradot fuses with Steven so Steven can show her yeah. just how a fusion is like. I think I think Steven's most likely first gem fusion has changed from Garnet to Paradot as of this episode. Okay, Garnet, what? I don't get Garnet. Why would you ever think Because Steven is probably the closest to Garnet. Yeah. She's the warmest to him. I, I just think, you know, I think he's Pearl is very Amethyst. nurturing. Ugh, no. They're like bros. Uh, like, personal personality-wise, I think you're right. But Garnet is much more of a, like, caregiver, of a mother, of a role model to Steven than Amethyst is. And ever was. I mean, Amethyst and Steven were sort of... They were kind of buds, you know? They were like, we go back and look at, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Tiger. Whereas with Garnet, it's emotional. Yeah, we well, go back yeah. and look at Ty Tiger Millionaire, Garn or Amethyst, was, I don't want to say cold to Steven, but she was definitely like, well, this is, this is my thing, Steven. You can just sort of lay on the sidelines and whatever. I don't really care what you do. And Garnet's always been, like, looking out for Steven, you know? Well, I mean, who are you going to fuse first with? Your mom or your buddy? So I, I don't know if question. that's an accurate, like, who are you going to fuse with first? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how I feel. I I don't know. I think Amethyst is most like, I don't know, Peridot too. Who's he? I want to fuse with Pearl. That's just my own person. Or Lapis. Yeah, or Lapis, yeah. Oh. I'm just glad to see Pearl back in top condition. Really, as of this episode, did you see? Did you see that stealth move she was pulling? The sneaky, that sneaky flanking maneuver. I love that because she just looked really ridiculous, just like cartoon-like sneaking. But elegant. <laughs> Gotta get get my sardonics on a little bit. 
Oh man, did you see like that animation in the fight scene was gorgeous. Uh-huh. Oh. It I have was like great. I've every frame there memorized, but like that's the thing when you slow down the frames you can see when Peridot spins around like her blasters aimed right at Pearl's face. <laughs> she could get shot in the gem, which would kill her. Yeah, that would be yeah, rough. She, yeah, she almost It would died. be rough. Yeah, I'm yeah, it'd be, pretty, it'd, be, it'd be pretty tough. I'd have a hard time forgiving Peridot for that one. I'd have a hard time forgiving Yeah, there goes the Peridot redemption. Yeah, that's done. Peridot is crushed immediately, like into powder, and Garnet snorts it. <laughs> that is That is the end of Peridot. And the end of the show. End of the podcast. I don't know if I could record another episode after that. I don't know if I could do anything after that. That'd be the most intense thing I've ever seen. Just Garnet pulling out, like, the razor blades and making, like, thin lines of Peridot powder. <laughs> and rolling up a laundry. Uh, now you have me laughing. Thank you. Uh, and then Steven just, oh, Steven doesn't know what to think of this. He is beside himself. Yeah, Pearl's dead. I'm pretty sure I know what he's yeah. thinking. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Pearl- Goodness me, that's uh. And then Garnet becomes addicted to gym dust, oh, no. and that becomes a subplot. Gotta have it. Her, like, yeah, that's that's gems. what they're gonna do with all the clusters. Garnet's gonna take them all down single handedly to fuel her addiction. Cause yep. There's no that's, more. That's what Peridot was talking about when she looked up at all the gems bubbled. She's like, "You're gonna harvest me? Yes, for cocaine." <laughs> But, but but the problem is the problem is that eventually the clusters will run out and Garnet will be like Stephen, Stephen, I need you to fix the homeworld warp. Home but Garnet, you said it wasn't safe. You said it's full of homeworld gems. I know that's why I need you to fix it. Ooh, gotta get my fix, man. Gotta get my fix. I mean, I'm the itching. first there's the ants all over me. Go. What about in your eyes? There are ants in my eyes. All three of them. Ants in my eyes, Johnson. This I have a, I have a question. Were the crystal gems just gonna leave Peridot in her bubble forever? Probably. Uh, and does that bring up the question? If yes, are there other bubbles in the bubble dungeon that are non-corrupted gems? That's that's a. I would not be surprised at all. There were there might have been some stragglers after the war. Hmm. We know they're pretty hardcore. That'd be yeah. really like non-forgivable of the gems to just keep the non-corrupted gems in the bubbles indefinitely. Mm. Well, we've learned that it doesn't seem to be as bad of a punishment because Peridot was not aware of any passage of time. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's basically the same as killing them or not really doing anything, depending on whether that bubble eventually gets popped or not. They just get put in timeout. Well, yeah, you're, but you're denying them life for yeah. what it's been now, 5,000 years. They'll come back. I mean, I guess like Lapis, they would have a It's like death, but just not adapting. permanent. But they're kind of making it permanent by not doing anything. Yeah. Mm. Uh. I mean, really, really, the only bad thing I see about it is it's denying them the ability to slowly acclimate to the changes that Homeworld has gone through. Because you see the huge culture shock Lapis had after 5,000 years. I think it was a culture shock. Also, uh, now that we have this episode, we know it's a Paradise episode and it was great. Uh, I am slightly disappointed because uh, one of you got me hyped up like, oh, man. It's probably going to be, it might be a centipedal episode. I know, I'm sorry. I, I really wanted to see yeah, that cute thanks. little centipedal. 
I wanted to see Centipedal. I want the Centipedal so bad, and I saw the basement, and I'm like, Centipedal. Yeah, uh, over the week, I was hemming and hawing, Slinker, oh Centipedal, Slinker, Centipedal. I keep telling like, you, GC, oh, I don't think we're going to see the Slinker again. <sighs> yeah, I don't I think want so either. To. Slinker's too cool. We have to see the Slinker again. It's like Ronaldo. You can't just can't just ignore Ronaldo. I, you can the ignore best. the Slinker. I wouldn't I, compare the Slinker to Ronaldo. You should ignore Ronaldo. You could ignore his centipedal for all I care. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's whoa. Okay. Them's fighting words. The, the centipedal. Kid, are we gonna are we gonna tussle? Cannot it, the centipedal is a loose end. The slinker really isn't. Yeah, the the centipedal is much more. Important. No, no, no. Like, I see you trying to gloss so over this the slinker if they want it. I see you trying to gloss over this, but Ken, are we gonna are we gonna have to tussle? <laughs> I didn't care for the centipedal that much. It wasn't. It was like a good episode. It was like but a puppy. I don't really care about that. And it you wonder like why people hate you, Ken? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I didn't wonder that until now. <laughs> Great. Now you made him self conscious, Hunter. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Everybody's been talking behind your back, Ken. It's like, oh man, oh no, that Ken fella. He's just, I don't, I don't know. I he's the worst. He's the worst. I of take them it all. back. The centipedal's the best. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Please take me back, guys. I'll promise I'll take it back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> acceptance. No, we love you, Ken. You edit the podcast most times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not this fine. week. He ain't. What good are you to me now? We love you because you're useful, Ken. <laughs> well, it's a very home world, you know, way of thinking. Yeah, we got to be in character. So let's first of all, we we want to get to ratings, but first, we've all seen the the episode preview and the commercials for When It Rains, yeah. right? Yes. Oh my God, I love you, Steven. So glad to see more Peridot. No, mm. Garnet. With our heart hands. That's what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those. Oh, my God. I lost my mind when I saw it's that. It's like I could feel my heart, like, melting. Oh. Oh. I can't take it. And it was just, is this the first time any of the gems said, I love you to Steven? No, I think Pearl said it. Didn't she? I don't know. I mean, she obviously does. Garnet definitely said said it in Jailbreak, right? Yeah, like, obviously, like, it doesn't need to be said, but the only time I can actually think of that being said was, like, Amethyst covered in goo. It's like, I love you, Pearl, and she's chasing her. That's the only only instance Mm -hmm. I can think of. Garnet says it in Jailbreak, doesn't she? Oh, we we already love you. There, yeah, that's, that's, hmm. Garnet's got all the love here. Yeah, she is made of love. She's got love to spare. Yeah. She's got love so yeah, so the so crystal gems are already leaving Stephen alone with Peridot. So they're so they they already proved that they don't think he's she's gonna hurt him because they they let him go into the bathroom with her. But now they're not even worried about her trying to escape. I mean, where's she gonna go? She's dude. They've correctly discerned that she's not gonna be a threat at all. Yeah, I think they're actually. Oh. I think where the gems are gonna go is to kindergarten. Guys, that's their mission. That they can't bring Stephen. So cute, Peridot being worried about the thunder. It's happening. That's got to be significant. Yeah, it's the probably geode. her thinking it's the cluster. Yep. The geode oh, makes the thunder noises, and she's associating thunder noises. I do not think that it's the geode, or I should say that if it is the geode that that is the egg for the cluster, that that would have to be a magnificent plan on the homeworld's part 
to mislead the crystal gems about what the geode is. Because yeah, that is true. The crystal gems are convinced that there's a th- synthetic storm in there and it'll destroy everything if it gets out. So the thing to do is to leave it alone. Mm. And it seemed pretty energetic, even with uh, when, when it started to break in Houseguest. So it, it could still be the cluster, but I, I want to wait and see on that. But I will give the homeworld massive props for knowing exactly how to get inside their en- enemies' heads. Because the Crystal Gems, they fought this war to save this planet. So if any survive, they're not going to want to touch the geode because, you know, that'll destroy the planet that they wanted to protect. I don't know, because just like, apparently gems to be created require like life energy that they suck out of the earth like that's how amethyst and the other kindergarten gems were created i think the cluster probably is going to follow the same thing where they suck life to be able to form like that's where they get their energy and when you see the geode everything around it's desolate it's just empty rock and it's got the kind of looks like a blast crater yeah it does and it's all like black like the kindergarten too like you think after five thousand years plants would have taken over but it's empty. Mm. Like plants took over the homeworld ship. I mean, we do we do have places like Meteor Crater that since they're just in an arid region, they they don't have plants growing in them. That is true. But with the with the kindergarten, what was very intriguing was the stark line between lush growth and nothing. We didn't see that at the at the geode, so well, we just didn't see the lush growth. Yeah, so I I just be like I said, I'm I'm curious about the geode. I I hope that's not a one off thing, but I I would I would give them props if that's where the cluster was being formed. I mean, it makes sense, but I can understand if it's not going to be true. But she did go to the kindergarten to check on the cluster, so that's why I think it's probably there. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think the remaining cluster is going to be just as deformed as the cluster gems we've seen so far? Or are they going to be more humanoid? Hmm. I don't know. We're, 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 t- we're talking like world eater. Some people are talking world eater scale for the cluster. I, I don't know how big it's going to be. It'll probably be bigger than Malachite, though. Yes. Hmm. I'm imagining like intense, like super big, like could demolish beach city like Godzilla. That's what I'm hoping at least. I, I'm, I'll root for that. Attack on Cluster. <laughs> and with that, we're signing up. Thanks for coming, everybody. That's the last joke that we're ever going to make. That's, <laughs> we're done. No, We're all out of jokes. We're fresh out. You got them all. We, we do have ratings. The ratings for Cartoon Network continue to not be that good, but between Steven Universe Wabbit and the Redonkulous Ray, Steven Universe still came out on top this week with 1,386,000 viewers. I know, I know it's rough. Last, you know, last year we would we would have been expecting something at least a quarter above that. Yeah, that's mm. which is mm. particularly funny because Steven Universe, by all other measures, is like a much more popular show than it was this time last year by like almost an order of magnitude. Oh yeah, after after the first Steven bomb, there was just so much interest online. Yeah, that's when I got in. I mean the. The subreddit is enormous now. Never in my wildest dreams could I have thought that the subreddit would have more than 30,000 subscribers in it. What is it at? So the show has experienced like an incredible leap in popularity that no one saw coming at all, and yet it has not helped the ratings a single bit. No, I could, I could totally see that coming. Well, I guess it makes sense that it happened. If you look at the ratings, the... Kids are fleeing from Cartoon Network pretty quickly, but the adults are sticking with it, and the Steven Universe is doing 
particularly well among adults. It hasn't lost them as quickly as, say, Teen Titans Go. It hasn't lost them as quickly, <laughs> but it hasn't lost them as quickly. It's, it's not getting new ones is the problem. Well, it might be getting... It's getting lots of new ones. It's just losing a lot of old ones. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I wish I had a. I wish I had the crystal ball so that I could tell Cartoon Network, here's what you need to do to make... Make everything go up, and I want I want to see Steven Universe getting two million again. Where where'd that go? But when was the last time we had an episode with two million? The last episode to reach two I million swear. was Story for Steven in April of this year, but it barely touched it. Oh. Um, we did reach we did reach pretty close with Sworn to the Sword, though. Sworn to the Sword got close. Mm. I think that second Steven bomb, well, had well, it had some of the best episodes in the show in it. Was very unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole Sardonyx uh, story arc, it could have been handled normally. Uh, I don't think so. I think the Sardonyx bomb did make sense to have a Steven bomb because it's a five episode arc and Steven bombs are five episodes. Like, yeah, that I could accept that. But having a Steven bomb, a handful of episodes, and then two more Steven bombs was just like a little excessive. That's the way the news goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Let's go to bed. We will see you all next week. We'll be talking about when it rains. Gotta got love that green mom. Until then, I'm GC13. If you were at AWA and were cosplaying as a Steven Universe character, then I saw you and you look great. I'm Ken. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. <laughs> Later, kiddos. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.